Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I've got Terry Saka of Cornerstone Asset Metals on the phone today, and he is going to be giving his input on some of these prophecies. Now, the most recent one comes to us from Jason Meeks. I read this a couple of days ago. He said, Stan and I were in a group of other 20 people in the back of a grocery store. The group walked from the back to the main store to purchase some tang. Should be about a dollar, but it was $5.99. We saw all the prices of the goods on the shelf had gone up 30 to 40% higher than last week. We bought the item, headed back to the back where the merchandise was supposed to be, but it was all cleaned out. And it looked like a flea market. People had their food protected by two-befores and chicken wire, not to keep things from anyone being stolen, but just to keep their goods separated. There were crackers, old canned goods, non-perishable food items, all kinds of random items, meaning, Terry Saka, it looks like there could be some food shortages and some money problems. Your comment. Well, that's fascinating, Stan, it, because it, the food shortage itself actually has a larger picture to it. It's not just that we're going into a massive drought uh, prediction for the Southwest and the, in the prediction for fires. We also had last year, which is still ravaging to some extent, locusts all through the African region in the Middle East, just absolutely destroying crops. Probably some of the the largest locust infestation it almost seems biblical to that extent in quite some time. And then they've also had fires, massive fires in Australia. And the, it destroyed so much of the crop that instead of Australia being a wheat exporter, they became a wheat importer. So when you start combining all of these with supply chain issues that are existing um, locally and regionally and you know, through the world because of the pandemic, we're in very serious trouble when it comes to food inflation. What about the gasoline thing that is going on that is cutting off gasoline to pretty much the 14 states of the southeast? Well, I loved what you said. I, I listened to your uh, program on that, and I tell you, that that is a very interesting angle, which I would not doubt. They keep trying to blame Russia for everything. And if you notice, even through President Trump's time, they were blaming everything on Russia when it turned out to be really deep state U.S. Um, actions. Correct. They're trying to, and I, I always contended, because the financial system is near this end, near this collapse, near this retooling to, to a central bank digital currency, they, they needed an event, and they were using the pandemic as an event to potentially realign the economic system. Unfortunately, the death numbers and the whole, the whole side effect of the pandemic has not materialized to their, to their need, and they needed something else. They were going to go to war. I really believe if Trump did not get in, they were going to find a way to go to war. They needed some type of event to allow the system to collapse so they could blame it on something other than the malfeasance of the bankers. Well said. So that's where you saying the Russians were involved, or they're saying the Russians did the oil pipeline, and I'm not so sure they did either. They just keep blaming Russia for everything, but I think you may be closer to not on, on your assessment on what's taking place. I I think they're trying to mess with the uh, the powers to be for the patriots and, and the, those that are trying to keep America great. I remember one fella, Daniel Davis, out of uh, Puerto Rico, I believe it was, as a missionary down there. He had a vision where he saw people pulling up to a grocery store or to a, a little gas station, and they were trading all kinds of things for gasoline because he wasn't taking any dollars and no credit cards worked. 
Can you see that happening pretty soon? I definitely can see that happen if they pull off the narrative of some event. And when I say event, some big war, some attack to the U.S., or another variant of the COVID, as Senator Rand Paul was saying yesterday, they're messing around genetically. They're messing around in laboratories with this uh, SARS, which has a 15% mortality rate. And it's, it, if, they, if that thing got out, we're talking chaos. And those type of events, one big event away, could absolutely have that chaotic uh, moment. And is why I really believe God had me set up Cornerstone when he said, get my people ready. Because I always looked at physical silver as our money, as we the people's money, that would allow us to buy and sell under those conditions. Well, go ahead and go on with that. How is it that gold and silver can help us in those situations? Well, you know, when you think of silver and gold, there really are, they, they, they were our money. You know, Article 1, Section 8 uh, in the Constitution always said that money was defined as grains of silver. We've conveniently fooled the population by letting them think that this fiat currency now known as the Federal Reserve note is actually money when it's not. It's pretty much lost all of its buying power. But gold and silver has always been increments of money. Our dollar bill used to be called a silver certificate. But because it can't be faked, it can't be printed, it has an, a real deep intrinsic value to we the people because silver and gold all through history since the day of time has always been money and it will never cease to be money and the issue they have now in the silver market i think the reason why the price is still fairly decent is they've been manipulating these numbers so hard because of uh, the way the market's running they don't want people to think the dollar was going down so they've been manipulating but they just got caught finally they're in deep trouble on the supply side in silver and they just got caught uh, massively undervaluing about 3,000 tons of silver in the COMEX and the LBMA, which basically means they're in deep trouble on the supply side, which silver is going to start having some serious valuation adjustments to the upside. But it's because you can't fake it or make it. It's 31.1 grams. I love the idea because if you think of in the Bible, a dishonest weight and measuring is an abomination. Honest scales are a delight. Printing of currency notes is an absolute abomination to the Lord. But silver, one ounce increment, 31.1 grams, we can weigh it. We know what it is. It's money. They can't print it. And so far right now, anyway, they're not taking it because it's so needed industrially. Let me read this. This comes to us from Daniel Davis also. He had three dreams. This is the first one. He said, the scene opened up, and I was standing in what appeared to be like downtown Dallas with multitudes of people, big screens on the large buildings. Suddenly, a man looked like a government official, appeared on the big screens, and began to make an announcement. He said, ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement to make. America, as you have known it, has ceased to exist. All property lines have been dissolved, and the dollar is worthless. When the people heard this announcement, they began to panic. Now, in that, we know that there's about to be a military takeover of America. As you, America, as you've known, it has ceased to exist. To me, that could be very, very soon. And then the plan is, as they bring in the new system, some people are afraid that they're going to 
do away with all property lines and basically just reapportion the wealth of the world. And then the third thing is U.S. dollars worthless. Now, if a person had some gold and silver, how would that help them through that? Well, if you the best real example I think most people might even remember is the movie Gone with the Wind, when in the South they were extremely wealthy. And then, then of course, they go to war. Their currency went to zero. The wealthy elite all of a sudden were poor. And I'll never forget when she was in the carriage and she reached in her dress and pulled out a handful of gold coins. And she says, oh, my gosh, we have gold. We can do something. And that's what she used with a little help from Rex, of course, the lover. That's what she used to start the lumber company and began creating wealth again. Because gold and silver is physically tangible, recognizable around the world as money, no matter where you go. If we do have these type of events, there is no doubt in my mind that paper currency note is absolutely going to zero in value. Who would want it? And then gold, silver, and other tangible items, barterable items, would become money. Then let me go to another one I just read on the radio. This comes to us from David Phillips. It's really powerful. He said, I had a dream. My family and I went on a small vacation camping trip. And while on the trip, rampant inflation started like nothing we've ever seen or heard uh, before. All of a sudden, it was like we were living in the Old West. We stopped in one area and one person was selling food. He was selling crackers, like Ritz crackers. He was selling them individually. He wanted $1,000 per cracker. The main thing that people wanted in those days was food. People had no such money, so they would trade what items they did have for food. People became very dangerous during this time. Out of desperation, even families would work together to try to survive. They were stealing anything and everything they'd get their hands on, even out in the open, and taking a risk of even being caught. Everything became valuable. Even old belts were given to some of the people as gifts were now being traded for money. I can see that that would be a very good time to have some gold and silver because everybody wants gold and silver. Sometimes, I mean, they got to have food, got to have water. I mean, water's first, food second, but gold and silver's third. Yeah, absolutely. And what they're, what they're getting to... I think in a lot of well, I think it's fascinating how these prophecies are lining up with data and situational global economics that I'm seeing because Bank of America is now even talking about hyperinflation coming. Now, they say they use the word transitory, meaning, oh, it's just going to be short term. But because the world's currencies are blown out, the cycle of these fiat currencies are blown out, I don't really believe that it's transitory. And if that happens, I think what they're really doing is ushering us into a situation where the world's systems collapse and then the central bank digital currencies start coming into play. But if they have a war or something bigger happens like you were just describing, then there is absolutely no doubt that uh, anything physical, tangible will be important. My biggest concern, honestly, Stan, is a lot of people have money in the market system overboard. Now, in Google searches, inflation and market bubbles are at extraordinary high levels of research or people looking for them. The mentions of inflation and corporation guidance as they're giving their phone calls is up like 800%. The scary part, though, is a lot of people are in the stock market 
at margin debt levels. So let's say they have 50,000 in the stock market. They now have borrowed another 50,000 to go into the market because they just really believe things are going to keep going. And I always try to describe that as having 10,000 cattle trying to get through one single gate. And I find that a very dangerous time to be doing that because if this thing hits, it will happen overnight. Most of our people's wealth is in the market system, in the paper world, when right now a minimum of a third of your portfolio should be intangible asset because that way if something happens digitally, something happens to the paper system, you will actually have tangible wealth and something you can use because it, it'll be that important. But I don't think this is transitory. I think this inflation is real because I see them taking these currencies down to zero. And if you just kind of recall history, all fiat currencies always go to zero and then they start with a new system. And I believe that's what we're venturing on. They're just trying to find a way to do it to blame somebody else rather than the malfeasance of the bankers. What about the stock market? I mean, this is going crazy. I heard there are like 34,000. It's just it's crazy. It, it's ridiculous. Isn't it ripe for a collapse? I mean, I'm not an expert. Maybe you know more than I do. It should have already collapsed a couple years ago. But what's happening right now, and this is another unbelievable image. I, I show a lot of this on my wealth transfer program on television, but it's an incredible chart. What we have going on right now, there are trillions of dollars in deposits in the banking system. Those trillions of dollars typically are then leveraged by the bank and they loan out money. But they haven't been loaning out money. They've been using the PPP program by this bailout, which is now gone. Once the banks actually start loaning money, you're going to see extraordinary amounts of inflation. But why the markets have been held up, instead of the banks taking that capital and loaning it out to loans to small business, they've been actually investing in the stock market itself. So the market's been inflated, number one, by retail investors, we the people, almost 100% in. Not only are they 100% in, they're like I said, they're actually borrowing money to buy more stock shares. Then you have the banks, instead of loaning money, are in the stock market. So it's an artificial inflated market. With all the printed currencies, it could continue to rise another 5 or 10%. But we are so close to an abysmal collapse because the system is that broken. I would be very cautious on being there. And just as a form, you know, formal advisor, financial advisor, I love diversification. So if you're real serious about the stock market, I'm with it. But because it is so manipulated at the moment, once that trigger gets this gets hit, you're going to have a mass exodus and you should have at least 50 percent out of that market system. I just would be, you know, I get diversification, but I would be very cautious being 100 percent in because I have never seen margin debt levels this high. And with the banks now doing this. Once they start loaning, we're going to see not only inflation, but the market will be challenged because the corporations will have uh, meager numbers. Well, in 1929, when the stock market collapsed, there were people that lost everything. I mean, their stocks went to zero or near zero, but there's never been a time when gold or silver, the precious metals, went to zero. As a matter of fact, in the good times is when the stock tends to rise. 
and the, the gold and silver tends to go down. But if we really believe that America is on the precipice of some very hard times, then that's a very good time to be thinking that the precious metals are probably going to rise, but they're not going to be zero. They'll never go to zero. Oh, no, they'll never go to zero. I mean, they've been our money source really all through history. Uh, it's always been true money because true money is a storage of value over time. So when you just think of silver being a, a dollar bill because they used to be equal, they both bought three gallons of gas back in the day. Well, today, if I sell my silver, I'm actually buying almost, uh, what, 10, 12 gallons of gas if I sell my silver, whereas the paper dollar can barely buy you a quarter gallon. So you asked that question, what was the storage of value over time? It was definitely physical silver over the paper dollar. They don't want people knowing that because the market itself is struggling in the supply chain. They're in deep trouble. And they, they could, the LBMA, the COMEX, they could go in default. The physical silver in your hands, in a private vault, depending on your volumes, is paramount because you, you will actually own the real physical it's always our money, always has been money to all countries through history. They're just in this tail end of a global fiat experiment that needs to be blown out because they're trying to usher in the great reset concept of central bank digital currencies, which would then, of course, link to our cell phones, take away our freedoms and bring us into slavery. Very good. I didn't know you knew that. Tell us more. Well, the, the Great Reset, they're, they're pretty, you know it's close and you know that they're serious when you got that uh, Klaus Schwab, I like to mock him a little oh, bit. Oh, man, Leader he's a real bad guy. Form. He literally is coming out and saying not only what I just mentioned, but he's even coming out recently and saying that everybody needs to be microchipped with a health passport. Now, and we all think of that as sounding like a mark of a beast. But the real concept of a great reset is because they, they're running out of this fiat experiment. They need to usher in a, a new system. They call it like a monetary policy that allows them to just basically print currency or print the numbers into Bolivian, meaning they don't have to be backed up with a resource. They want to be able to just tell you go spend your money or tell you not to spend your money. So if it's a digital system, even China is coming out right now where they're, they're, the, they're the experiment. And when you know the world is on board, you, the United States controls the SWIFT code, which is their interbank transfer system for global business. SWIFT has even given approval to the Chinese. The Chinese digital money system is in practice right now in a few of their regions, but it actually has an expiration date to it meaning they could turn it off or expire the money. So when they, their goal is to take us to such a, a level of, of, of being a slave, they tell us when to spend, not to spend. If we become politically non-compliant, they can turn off our money. If we get too out of line, they can even dictate our money because it'll be controlled through our cell phones. They can say, you can only go 20 or 50 miles from your home. And once, once you go beyond that, your money's disconnected. That level of control is what the World Economic Forum is advocating, and they're using the pandemic as an excuse. Oh, we got this virus, which, of course, is the virus is real, but the, everything else has been totally a sham. And they're trying to bring us into this mindset 
to allow them to control us with our money. And they're saying it bluntly. And that what tells you now what they're trying to get away from, Stan, is they're trying to because if the people actually stood up and said no, they could never get away with it. So they're trying to find a tool to blame or a, something, an event to blame it on. The pandemic was definitely one of them. Now, it failed because the death numbers were not a pandemic level death number. So now they needed something else. And I believe that's why we're seeing the Middle East now blowing up as they're tempting the, the president, as well as the uh, blaming of Russia for this oil pipeline and the gas. They need a bigger event or a release of a new variant of virus in order to complete the task of destroying the financial system to convince the people that we need to give them control digitally. And once we give them control digitally, we lose currency. Now they're saying, hey, the currency notes, all oh, it'll be along with the digital money. They'll work side by side. But I can tell you right now, that's very temporary. The goal is to be cashless and without tangible assets. This is why I'm so big on gold and silver as a tangible. Land is great too, but it's not always liquid and it's taxed differently. But gold and silver can be just stored away, buried in the ground. And then when you go sell it, even if we're cashless, you then can get a credit for that amount. But you can do it on your terms, not this digital currency that has expiration dates. So it's pretty amazing what they're proposing. But we're so distracted by the lockdowns and the destruction to our small business community. We're not paying attention to what they're saying at the World Economic Forum and these yahoos up there, they're not messing around. They are evil. I call them Luciferians. And they are taking us to the one world system, no doubt about it. Okay, tell us more about that world forum and that new world order system. Yeah, the World Economic Forum, uh, and Klaus Schwab leads it. And if you just research Klaus Schwab, you'll, you'll see his videos. They even came out with a instructional video, which is, tells you, you always read between the lines with these type of people, but it tells you how worried they are. They even came out and said, don't worry. This isn't about world domination. This isn't about total control of the people. This is actually to make everything better. And they're really trying to convince us that go into a central bank global digital currency system, blockchain type of system, is, is going to be better for we the people. Of course, they discount the whole concept of cash and we the people transacting in private. They want no privacy. They want 100% control for political compliance. China's leading the way. All the politics aside, they have, I noticed this in the military, I was in nuclear warfare in the military, and I noticed there's, unfortunately, people may not like to hear this, but there are two, three, and four levels of truth. So when in the military, they would tell the public, this is what happened, but that's not what happened. It, it, you go two levels down, and this is what's really going on. That's what they're doing right now globally. They talk bad about China, they, they wrap up with Russia, but in the end of the day, China is leading the way with their social credit system, their digital controls of their population. And now they're the ones implementing the first phases of this central bank digital currency. And our own SWIFT is in compliance with it or they're going along with them. So once they actually get the blockchain system figured out, 
they will then convince us to connect our money to our cell phones with 5G technology, of course. And then they will be able to control everything. And they, they tell us at the World Economic Forum, this is what they're doing. Even John Kerry, he's one of the yahoos. He even came out and said, um, this is a time to take advantage of, to retool the capitalist world. So when you read between the lines of what they're saying, their goal is to destroy sovereignty of individual countries, bring everyone under digital money controls, and then they can influence the world that way. And deep down, people think, oh, but we're all these nations who would get together and agree. Well, if you just look at China and how communists roll, they really don't care about we the people. That's why I get a kick out of when they try to talk about the whole health factor and they try to say for the reasons of this pandemic, we, we care about you. I don't believe they care. Honestly, we have 8 billion people. I think if they had their way, they would destroy half the, half the world's population and be happy with it. And people say that's conspiracy. I'm okay with that because if you just look at their actions, they truly don't care. What they really want is power and control over we the people. And that's what the World Economic Forum is leading nations towards with this digital currency system. Okay, another question in a different direction. When I called you and I got my silver, I was shocked to find that you could take a check over the phone right then and it clears the next day. Has that been going a long time? I just did I miss that or how does all that work? When did you get that set up? That really wasn't that wasn't very it wasn't a long time. I mean, it that's fairly recent. During this whole pandemic scenario, they they've increased a lot of that uh, ability for small business. Even our banks had increased uh, credit lines uh, that we can take photographs of checks and just deposit mobily. So the check over the phone um, was was a surprise to me. I thought it was a wonderful thing. It, 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 you know, it does take about four days technically for the banks to clear it. Uh, but once it does clear, then the funds transfer and then we go into the queue to start processing the actual material, the gold or the silver. But that's all fairly new, and it's it's something that they were trying to do to allow people from not going into the banks or to keep them from going to the actual bank branches. Okay, so if they want to get a hold of you and get some gold and silver, how do we do that, and what can they do when they call you? Well, I would highly recommend starting the process because there is tremendous issues in the supply chain, so there are some delays, and you definitely want to get in. Uh, I think what I just stated earlier about the 3,000-ton misstatement at the LBMA, they're in trouble. And in the next handful of weeks coming, there's going to be even bank hearings in Congress. And I have a feeling silver is going to be a center focus. So I would recommend they go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, register for information. They'll have a um, very educated uh, representative contact them. Everybody in our company uh, has been together for quite some time. A lot of them have even gone to, we all went to Bible school together, so it's a very tight-knit group. They could also give us a call if they choose to at 888-747-3309, and they can speak with someone directly. But I would definitely start the process, take down our website, at least register that website in your mind, and then when you feel comfortable and decide how you want to approach it, register and get us give us a call or register and, and get with us so we can start the, the process and talk you through what it is. Terry Saka, thank you very much for being on Prophecy Club today.
Oh, we love you, Stan, and uh, we love all of you. And we, the people, just have to stand together, and we will prevail. Amen. Thank you, Stan. Amen. Okay, I paused it there. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm still with you. That was a good program. You are yeah. really well informed, man. Oh, I can unload. That's why I think <laughs> you, you, and you're see, you're really smart on these angles too. And you'd be surprised. I am extremely knowledgeable on this deep stuff, and I just don't know how deep to go. I never mentioned it because I didn't think you wanted us to, to mention that kind of stuff. But well, I think now that you're listening to the programs uh, more from time to time, you'll find out that our people actually kind of like you going deep. I think they oh, really liked our, today's program. Matter well, fact, that's excellent. And let's do that more then. Write out the book of Revelation in a spiraling notebook and bring it to the school of the watchman. I'll lay hands on you and anoint you to receive the spirit of Revelation. Then I will teach through the book of Revelation to make you an anointed teacher of Bible prophecy. June 11 to 13, prophecyclub.com. The school of the watchman. June 11 to 13. As our way of saying thank you for your support, we are giving you the ability to watch I Saw the Dollar Dead by Daniel Davis from now through the end of June. He's the guy that said, I saw a man say, America as you have known it has ceased to exist, all property lines have been dissolved, and the U.S. dollar is worthless. Then the second dream went into, and behind the fence were tractors, power equipment, lawnmowers, chainsaws, all kinds of different items that had been traded for gasoline. I saw a father jump out of the SUV saying, I need a full tank of gas, and he pulled out his billfold, but the man said, sorry, we don't take U.S. dollars. All of this is available free at WatchProphecyClub.com. Through the end of June, go to WatchProphecyClub.com, Daniel Davis, I saw the dollar dead. You can watch it for free through the end of June. Prayerfully consider supporting the Prophecy Club with your gifts of support. We would not be here without your prayers and generous financial support. <laughs>